Matthew chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. Very familiar um, portion of scripture. Very familiar portion of scripture. And I believe that the word, that the Lord has a word for somebody today. Turn to your neighbor and tell them the Lord has a word for you today. The Lord has a word for you today. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. Amen. And the word reads like this. It says, but while he thought about these things, Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins so all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet saying behold the virgin shall be with child and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which is translated God with us amen for just a little bit this morning I want to teach on this topic of it's time to push it out it's time to push it out turn to your neighbor and tell him it's time to push it out tell somebody it's time to push it out I'm getting some laughs there amen it's time to push it out. Amen. Father, we love you and we appreciate you, Lord. We thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you for your presence in this house. Father, we ask that you speak to every heart and every mind in this place, Lord. Anoint our ears. And the ground is ready to receive your word that we may walk out of this place just a little bit different than the way we walked in. Full of grace, full of glory, full of honor, full of life, but most importantly, full of your spirit and your word. Father, we thank you and we lift you up high, Lord, so that all men could be drawn unto you, Lord. Help me to remove myself from this place, Lord, so that you can take over. Help me to decrease Father, so that you can increase. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody it's time to push it out. Amen. Y'all may be seated. It's, it's time to push it out. Amen. I want to, I would like to start out by giving a short introduction. Amen. On the pregnancy and the birth process. Amen. I know I'm getting the look already, Desiree. Don't do that. Amen. Uh, 
But I want to start out, amen, this morning by giving a little bit of a, uh, an introduction on the pregnancy and birth process, amen. And I'm going to do my best, amen. I don't want to uh, uh, belittle it in any way and, and make it sound like it, it's easy or, you know, uh, uh, but, you know, because I'm a guy, I don't know, you know. And so, um, uh, but I believe that God is going to give us a powerful a spiritual application, amen, from that, from this, amen, from it. Now, again, I'm not an expert, amen, I'm not a, a nurse, uh, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I've never even been in the room when my children were born, amen. Uh, so please bear with me, amen. Uh, but from doing some research and looking into the topic of, of birth and pregnancy, Amen. I found that the state of being pregnant is a process that is designed, amen, to nurture. It is a process that is designed to develop and to fertilize, amen, an egg so that it can grow into a baby, so that it can grow into a, a, a human, amen. And at the end of the pregnancy, uh, the term, which is normally nine months, can the sister say Amen. And so at the end of the, the pregnancy, which is uh, normally nine months, uh, and what I found is that hormones are began to be released, amen, that trigger the next phase, which is known as labor, amen, the labor of the child or birth of the child, amen. And so in this labor, uh, we begin to see the process of the actual birth, amen, of this child or the, the baby or babies, amen. And so we see that when a woman is in labor, it's, it's, it's something that is naturally hard. Can you say amen, sisters? Uh, for those of you that have had a child, that have, that have endured labor, amen, that have had maybe one child or two child, and you see the three child and four child and say, man, that sister loves pain, Amen. Hallelujah. Because the process is, is naturally hard and the process is, is laborious and, and it can be a very painful process. Amen. It could be very long process of having a child. It could be very difficult. Uh, amen. And in some cases, giving life uh, uh, to a child, being in labor, amen, uh, with a child can even be a, a life or death experience. Amen. Depending on, on where the individual lives in, in the, in the country or in the world. Uh, amen. Whatever type of medical, uh, 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 hospitals or benefits or, or doctors are, are made available to this individual. Uh, or maybe the, the woman might be suffering. Amen. From some underlying, uh, medical conditions. And so, so it's painful. It's, it's laborious. It takes, uh, time. I know that some sisters are professional amen baby droppers amen uh, they just go in and they they just bam and the baby's there already as soon as they they lay down or they sit down and but some of them go through it for hours hallelujah and they 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 get angry and they get mad and they get frustrated and uh because it's exhausting and it's tiring and and i don't want this no more and they hate it but there they go having another one can you say amen Amen. 
And so, so we see that the, 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 the process is, is laborious. It's, 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 it's hard. It's difficult. It's, it's time consuming. For some, it's right away. For others, it's a half day. It's, it's a full day. It's several days. Like, man, sister, three days and they're already. Push a little harder. Can you say, man? And so what I found was that the labor process is divided into three distinct stages. That's what I found. Amen. Uh, I found that the labor process is divided into three distinct stages. And the, and the first stage is this. The first stage involves the breaking of the water. Amen. The first stage involves the, the breaking of the water and the contractions. Now, for those of you that don't know, I know that you do know already, for, but for those that don't know, amen, these, these contractions that begin to happen right after the water is broken, amen, these contractions, what it is, is a lot of people think that it's, it's the baby causing the pain, but no, it's actually your body causing the pain because through these contractions, uh, what the body is doing is it's beginning to, to stretch the birth canal, amen, it's beginning to, to stretch and to pull the birth canal and 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 it's it's helping to align the baby amen and these contractions it 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 begins to stretch and prepare the birth canal and it it's pulling and it's stretching of the birth canal that helps align the baby it helps to move the baby into its proper position uh, and it puts the baby where it needs to be uh, to go into the second stage uh, which is giving birth to that child amen And so in the second stage, uh, we see that it involves more painful contractions. Amen. It involves more painful contractions. It involves a whole lot of breathing uh, and a whole lot of pushing. Can you say amen? And so technically, when when a a woman is giving birth to a child and the contraction comes on, what does the person in the room begin to tell you? They begin to tell you to breathe, and they begin to tell you to push. Through the pain, through the suffering, through whatever's going on, through the exhaustion, through the tiredness, they say, you can't give up. The baby's almost there. You got to push harder. You got to push with everything you got because that promise that's inside of you, that gift that's inside of you needs to come out. Amen? And so there's a lot of breathing going on during the contractions. There's a lot of of pushing going on. uh, And the breathing and the pushing is done until the baby's head begins to crown the canal. And is conceived. And so we see that the, this promise, uh, that this, this gift from God uh, is now born uh, and has now come to life. Amen? Through this pain, through this pushing, uh, through this uh, exhaustion, through this tiredness, through this stretching and pulling of, uh, of the body. Uh, but you're pushing and, and that baby's head begins to crown. Can you say amen? It begins to, to crown the canal until it finally comes out and is with you in your arms. 
which leads us to our third stage. Amen. Which is the afterbirth. The delivery of the placenta. Amen. Now you know a lot of people, they think of that as a, Something that is grotesque. Amen. You know, there are some people that save that. I was reading. I was reading an article. There are some people that save that. And they keep it. And they take it home. Because it's something of significance. It's something of, 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 of importance. When you really look at it. And when you, you really think about the placenta. Amen. It's something that is important. It's something that, is, that was very useful. Amen. For this, this pregnancy. You see because of the placenta plays a very vital and important role in the pregnancy. And the delivery of a child. And you say, why are we, this is supposed to be a resilient service. And you're giving a, a birth class or a birth lesson. I'm just trying to let these little girls know that it's painful. <laughs> Very painful. <laughs> Parents ought to be thanking me. <laughs> Amen. That's why we're picking up the offering at the end. It's painful. It's long pain. Hard, rough pain. Amen. And so when you look at the placenta, the placenta is an actual organ, amen, that develops in the uterus during pregnancy. Amen. And this organ, what it does is it provides oxygen, it provides uh, a strength, it provides uh, all the nutrients that the baby needs and all of the good. And what it does is it also acts as a filter and it, it removes the waste products from the baby's blood and it, it shields the promise. It, it protects the gift that God has placed up inside of you. Amen. Because it, it acts as a barrier. It acts as a, as a filter. It, and it shields the gift that God has placed uh, in the mother. The placenta, it's not trash. It's not something bad. It's, it's, actual, it's actually what, what shielded that baby, what gave that baby what it needed so that it could grow strong, so that it could be vibrant, so that it could be healthy and pure. And, 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 and all of the junk is removed uh, through the placenta. Amen. And so these three stages that I just gave to you are, 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 are very important and they, they must be done in this order. It must happen in this order. Amen. And, and if there are any delays, uh, if there's any mismanagements, uh, if there's any type of, uh, of dysfunctions in this, in this process, amen, it can lead to very serious issues, uh, even death. And, 
And, and so what I want to do is I, I want to let you know that, that as, as Christians, amen, and as, as believers and as, and as followers of Jesus Christ, uh, those that are baptized in Jesus' name and, and those that are filled with the power and the glory of the Holy Ghost, uh, I come to tell somebody uh, that you and I have been pregnated, impregnated with spiritual gifts and promises. We have all been impregnated with a with a gift, uh, amen. With a with a promise. With we've been given talents and we've been given visions and dreams and and missions and purposes, amen. That require a process of pregnancy. We've been given these things. God has has put these things inside of us. He's, he's given us those things. He's impregnated us with, with, with those of you that, that are, that are going to be able to do special things and extraordinary things for God and, and big things and, and things that you never imagined you'd be able to do for God. Uh, he's impregnated you with, with a promise, uh, with a gift that you hold inside of you today. Each and every one of us. And so what happens is, uh, just like a pregnancy, you can only hold on to that gift. Uh, you can only hold on to that promise. Uh, after nine months, sisters, you know already, oh my God, at eight months, seven months, you're, you're like, I want this to be done already. Amen? Nine months, and yeah, You imagine somebody carrying a baby for two years? Carry that baby for three years. Carry that baby inside of you. Be pregnant for five years. Now that's a miracle right there. Each and every one of us uh, has been impregnated uh, with gifts and with promises, amen, with these, these, these extraordinary things that God has placed inside of you that require a pregnancy. It requires a certain amount of time uh, and waiting. Time and waiting for what? Uh, time and waiting for revelation, uh, for transformation, uh, for development, and for growth, Amen. And just like the, the woman's abdomen begins to, to, to stretch and it begins to expand and, and it begins to realign all the organs around it uh, to make room for the gift, uh, to make room for the promise. Uh, so it is for you uh, and I this morning uh, that we must come into alignment, amen, with what God has given us. Uh, we must make room for, for transformation. Uh, we must make room to develop. We must make room to grow, amen, in our walk with the Lord. We must. You know, we don't come into to the Lord and step into God and say, okay, God, uh, you called me. Uh, you've given me a talent. Uh, you've given me this. Uh, you've given me a promise. Uh, you've given me a desire just to come in and sit on our hands 
and not grow and not change and not transform, still acting the same, still talking the same, still walking the same, still doing the same things, angry all the time, bitter all the time, complaining all the time, holding on to this gift that God is just waiting for you to birth it out and to use it for his honor and for his glory. Amen. Spiritually, some of us are walking around pregnant for five years, 10 years, 15 years, and God is saying, hey, it's time for you to stop being pregnant already. It's time for you to push through the pain, push through the heartache, push through whatever's going on so that that gift can give birth for my honor and for my glory. You know, if you see a woman, you know, we start to ask questions. Sister, man, sister, you've been pregnant 10 months? That's strange. That's odd. That's not healthy. Isn't that what we say? Well, not me, but isn't that what you guys say? I would say it's strange. But... But when you're looking at somebody's spiritual life, and you know God gave you a promise. God spoke to you. And the minute he spoke to you, he impregnated you with a gift, with a pomp, with a promise. With something that you're going to do for him. To build his kingdom, to edify his people, to draw all men unto him. Amen. Amen. And he gave some of us that, that impregnation. He, he, he gave it to us. Uh, some of us five months ago. Some of us a year ago. Some of us two years ago. Some of us three, four, and five, and ten years ago. And you're still not using it for God's honor. You still haven't pushed it out and said, okay, God, uh, I'm going to start using it to glorify you. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, it's time to push it out. I don't know what God told you. I don't know what God promised you. I don't know what God gave you. I don't know what he impregnated you with. You know, and it's time to push it out. Amen. But in order for us to do this, some of us must let go of some things that are no longer needed. Amen. Things that are taking up space in our thoughts and in our lives and in our hearts. We need to let it go. Amen. The Apostle Paul told the Ephesian church in chapter 4, verses 21 through 24. He said, if indeed you have heard him. How many of have heard him? How many have heard from the Lord? He says, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him. As the truth is in Jesus, the Apostle Paul says that you put off. Everybody say put off. 
that you put off concerning the former conduct. The old man. Which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. And be renewed. Everybody say renewed. He says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And put on the new man. Which was created according to God. In true righteousness and holiness. And so what the Apostle Paul is saying, that in order for us to step into our gift, in order for us to step into our promise, in order for, for us to have life and to have it more abundantly, he was telling the church, hey, you need to put off the old man and put on the new man. Because what was happening at this time was when the church was formed and they received the truth. They, they were drawn away from paganism. They were taken away from their idol worshiping. And they were taken from the law. Amen. And they were brought into church and they were converted. And they were baptized in Jesus' name. And there were a church that was full of the Holy Ghost. One of the things they couldn't do was they couldn't let go of the world. They wanted to bring the things of the world into the church. They wanted to bring those behaviors and they wanted to bring those characters and they wanted to, to bring all of that stuff that they were doing in the world. They were trying to bring it into the church. And the Apostle Paul says, hey, you've already been taught. You know the word. You know what you got to do. It's time for you to put off the old man. And step into your promise. Step into your gift. Step into what God has given to you that's going to glorify him. He says, put on the mind of Christ. Amen. So we got to kill the old man. We got to bury the old man. We got to do away with the old man. And the apostle Paul says, and put on the new man. And so I, I come to tell somebody with, with all uh, genuineness uh, and, and with all of the Holy Ghost that I have with, within me that what was useful and relevant for last season, listen, catch this somebody, hashtag it, it's pretty long, okay? What was useful and relevant for last season may have little or no relevance for our next season oh somebody got to catch that i got to say that one again okay because i think somebody missed it let's say that one slow okay the lord told me to tell somebody that what was useful and relevant in your life for last season may have little or no relevance in your next season Put off the old man and put on the new man. Can somebody say amen? 
And so the fact of the matter is uh, that you and I, when we don't do these things, when we don't let go of those things, uh, amen, that weigh us down, when we don't let go of the old and put on the new, uh, we, we do several things. We, we stop our growth. Uh, we stop our transformation. Uh, we stop our development, uh, amen, by holding on to the things of the past. When we hold on to, to past uh, rituals and we hold on to past uh, traditions and, and we hold on to past hurts and, and we hold on to, to, to past to bitterness and uh, unforgiveness and we hold on to, to past behaviors and, and we hold on to all these things, uh, we stunt our growth. Can somebody say Amen. And so it's time to get rid of the old and push out the new. Amen. Tell somebody pregnancy time is over. That's all right. Tell somebody pregnancy time is over. You've been in the Lord long enough. Amen. It's time to go into labor. It's time to push. You've been holding on to the promise for too long. You've been holding on to the gift for too long. You've been holding on to this talent for too long. It's time to push it out and use it for God's honor and for God's glory. Amen. Do you guys remember the, 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 those brothers that was left some talents? We had some brothers that went and doubled it. We had another brother that, that went and, 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 and did what he needed to do for it. But we got another brother that went and dug a hole and, and buried the talent. And you know what the Lord called him? He called him a wicked, a lazy, and slothful servant. That's what he called him. And God has shown me in the church, look at, there's talent all over the church. There's gifts all over the church. There's promises all over the church from young to old. It don't matter. God's given it to you. And he's saying, use it already. Give birth already before it dies. And you know why we see a lot of people, they die and they give up and they throw in the towel and they walk out? Because they were pregnant for too long. And their pregnancy took them out. They never gave birth to what God wants them to do. I can tell you right now in the Holy Ghost that when you give birth to the promise God gave you, your desire is going to be always to be in the house of the Lord. You're going to want to use that gift. If they've given you a gift of teaching, you're going to want to teach all the time. If they've given you a gift of preaching, you're going to want to preach all the time. If they've given you a gift of servitude or of playing an instrument or of singing, you're going to want to do it all the time when you give birth. Why? Because God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Walking around pregnant for a long time. 
holding this baby spiritually. Amen. And God says, hey, I gave that to you. I impregnated you, you with that for me. Not for you. I impregnated that for me. So you could use it for me. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. I truly believe that God, Brother Greg, has given me several gifts. He's given me the gift of teaching. And guess what? What I do with my gift? I go teach. And God is looking for a, an individual today that says, I know what I gave you. I, I know what I put inside you. Please give birth to it and, and use it for me. Use it in my house. Use it for my people. Amen. Give God a hand praise this morning. You know, I know labor can be, it can be exhausting. Amen. It can be lengthy. Here you go. I'm, I'm, I'm helping your parents out. It can be exhausting. It can be lengthy. It can be painful. And it can be a whole lot of hard work. But what God is telling somebody today is that you gotta, you gotta push through the tiredness. You gotta, you gotta push through the pain. You gotta, you gotta push through the defeat and break down the walls and stop holding back. Tell somebody, let it go already. Push it out. You're in the labor room. Push it out. Time to push it out already. I talk to people all the time. God prophesy over me. God gave me a gift. God gave me a talent. We'll push it out and use it for his honor and for his glory. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I love this portion of scripture right here. The Bible says that therefore we also, us, you and I, speaking to the church, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, he says, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking on to Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who endured the cross that was set before him unashamed and has sat down at the right hand of the Father. You see, the problem that we find ourselves in today in modern day Christianity is that a lot of people have taken their eyes off of Jesus. And that's why they haven't been able to give birth to their gift or their promise. But I want somebody to know today 
that the same way a pregnant woman is surrounded by family. Somebody say family. The same way that a pregnant woman is surrounded by by family, uh, that she's surrounded by by loved ones, uh, she's surrounded by nurses and doctors that are there to uh, encourage her to breathe. Uh, They're encouraging her to to do all the right things. Uh, They're encouraging her to to push through the pain, uh, to to push through the contractions. Uh, And so it is uh, with you and with I today uh, that we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses that have already gone on to be in the Lord that are saving you a seat in the grandstands but also those that are here the brothers and the sisters in the Lord that have surrounded themselves around you that are encouraging you to push through the stretching to push through the pain to push through the struggles and to stay on the path of godly righteousness I want to encourage you, sister. I want to encourage you, brother, because I need you to encourage me too. And so, you know, church, as a pastor, you know what encourages me? When I see people walking in on Sunday. Because you know why? It lets me know you made it. When, when you see somebody coming in off the battlefield, amen, where you can, you can take off, you can put your shield down and you can take off your helmet uh, and you can, you can put down your sword uh, and, and you can walk into a place uh, where, where your fellow comrades and, and, and soldiers on the battlefield uh, are going to be there and say, man, brother, you made it off the battlefield uh, and you're praising and you're worshiping God uh, and you're crying together and you're praying together and you're talking about the battles uh, and the giants that you just came up the battlefield and you chopped up their head uh, and you're giving testimony and you're being a witness of God's goodness uh, and God's grace uh, then last week I was down and out uh, but today I'm on the up and up hallelujah why because we encourage one another we need a place uh, this is a place where you can take off your armor and you can take off your your helmet uh, and you can be vulnerable before the Lord Only in a place like this. Some of us might walk in limping. Some of us might be missing an arm or a toe or a finger. Or might be cut up and you're tired and you're exhausted. But then when you get into the presence of Almighty God, He just begins to refresh you. He begins to wash the wounds away. He begins to bandage you up. He begins to give you the medicine that you need. But most importantly, my brothers with me. Most important, my sisters with me. In this place, we need one another. But all this only happens when we keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Give God a hand, praise somebody. Church, it's it's time 
to start acting like we are resilient. You know, we, we wear the shirts and and then still waiting for my socks. But we we wear the shirts and we we got the mask and we got the bracelets, you know, and we we got the tumblers and we got the coffee cups. We we got all these things that say resilient. But are you living a resilient life? Are you acting like you're resilient? Or are we still walking around defeated? Harping on what God hasn't done in our life. And not looking at what he's already done in our life. Amen. It's time to start acting like a resilient people. It's time to break the chains of bondage and to break the the chains of sin and generational curses. These generational curses need to stop with you. Amen. Remember, you are a resilient people. Don't count yourself out. Because as long as you still have breath in your lungs, my Bible says that we are to continue to march to the marching orders of God, of God Almighty, of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, and keep pushing, and keep pushing, and keep pushing until you conceive. Can somebody say amen? Tell somebody it's time to push it out. Stop sitting on your hands, brother. Stop sitting on your hands, sister. God has given you something. He's given us all something. Every one of us. Every one of us. He's given us something. Whether you got the gift of of discernment. Whether you got the gift of, of prophecy. Whether you got the gift of interpretations. I believe that we have all of the gifts of the spirit in this place today. But people fail to push it out. It's time to push it out. Can somebody say amen? Amen. As we get ready to close, if we can just stand to our feet this morning. Amen. The Bible says in Matthew 1 and 20. This is very powerful. Very powerful. And you young people, you children, you're never too young to hear from God. And I believe that he says, spoken to some of our young people he's spoken to some of our children and our juniors and our youth and he's given you a promise he's placed a gift inside of you but you know the thing is is that 
gives us these things and we right away want to run and use those talents and gifts that God gives us in the world. And we don't use them for God. And now don't get me wrong. God's going to give you talents and gifts that you're going to be able to use in the world. But he wants you to use them in the church as well. You know, we some people say they have the, the gift of gab. Ooh, they, that's the gift of weedy weedy. And they got the gift of gab. But they're never gabbing about the Lord. They're never gabbing about the church. Or... God gave me this talent to do this. That's great. Use it in the house of the Lord too. pregnant for too long and it's time to push it out because remember when things aren't done decently and in order during a pregnancy things can happen even death and the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 1 and verse 20 says it but while he thought about these things behold an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying Joseph son of David don't be afraid to make Mary your wife this last portion this last sentence is powerful he says for that which is in her for that which is conceived in her for that which has been placed in her is of the Holy Spirit And so the Lord has placed some promises, some talents, and some gifts in you. If the Lord has given you a desire to sing, sing for the Lord. It doesn't matter your age. If the Lord has given you a a desire to want to play an instrument, play that instrument for the Lord. If the Lord has given you a desire to, to serve or to, to teach or to, to do whatever it is, to be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord, to be an usher, to be a home Bible study teacher, to do some outreach work, to do something, if God gave it to you, then it's time to push it out. It's time to give birth to your promise. She gave birth to the promise. To the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. To the one and only one that could save us from our sin. What did they say? You will give birth to a child and you will call his name Jesus and he will 
not he might or not maybe he says he will save you from your sins he will he's not gonna send you down the street he's not gonna send you up the road or through the alley he's gonna save you of your sins he says you shall call him Emmanuel which is God with us can I tell somebody today, amen, that that was God Almighty manifested in the flesh. Why do you think Nicodemus was so curious and went to him in the middle of the night and says, man, you, the only way you're able to do the things that you're doing is if God is with you. Can I tell somebody today that, that God is with you? And if God is with you and if God is before you, then nothing can stop you and nothing can come against you. Why? It don't matter if you fall on one knee. It don't matter if you fall on two knees. It don't matter if you fall on your face. You are resilient. You are a chosen people. You are royal priesthood today. A chosen generation. We need to start living like a church. We got to stop, start living a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. We were sitting in the restaurant and we were talking and my son says something. I turned over. I says, I'm royal. And I didn't say it. To be cocky. But I know who I am in the Lord. You know, church, some, we need to start walking in confidence and stop walking with our head down and, and too much boo-hooing and, and I need this and God hasn't given me a man and God hasn't given me a woman and God hasn't given me a job and God hasn't given me a house and God, He gave you breath! Maybe if we showed ourselves a little more faithful, he may move on your behalf. You're only going to get what you put in. There ain't no benefits for part-time employees. Amen. Ain't no retirement 401k. Ain't no benefits for people that are part-time. You got to be a full-time brother. Amen. Want all these benefits want all this stuff from the Lord working part time for the Lord hallelujah that's another message right there I need to remind somebody today come on up here Sienna come on up here turn around what does that say It's okay, stay like that. Somebody needs to be reminded because you got it on your back. Out of all the persecution I endured, the Lord delivered me. Thank you, man. Out of all of the persecution, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 11. 
the Apostle Paul says, persecutions, sufferings. He couldn't even describe the kind of things that happened to him, he says. The persecutions I endure, he says, yet the Lord delivered me from all of them. Church, it doesn't matter what you're going through right now. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God Almighty, I I don't know I don't know how to say it no more, sister. Janelle, help me out. Slap somebody for me. Get it. Get it. Give them a coscoron, slap their neck. Get it. Amen. Stop living a defeated life. Remember, it's the devil that came to steal and to kill and to destroy. But it was God that came to give life and to give it more abundantly. You are resilient. Don't stay down. Get up. Push it out. Push it out. Amen. I'm so excited this morning because I just can't wait to see what God's going to do right now in the altar. Oh my God, I've been feeling it all weekend. I truly believe that there's somebody here that needs to be delivered from something. You came in, you drug yourself in here. But you drug yourself into the right place at the right time. Because only God can break the yoke of bondage only God can set you free from what you're going through today I can't I don't have the power to set you free but my God has the power he has all the power to set you free and that power is here at the altar today amen and I invite you to come and bring up your families this altar is open